This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. So it's always a pleasure. It's always an honor. It's a planner to welcome Tim <laughs> Sandifer, Tim the lawyer uh, of the Goldwater Institute. Uh, is there something or other? His title isn't on the screen. Hanson, why is the title not on the screen? Anyway, uh, Tim joins us now. Hello, Tim. How are you? Hey, it's a planner to be here. <laughs> uh, what is your title, by the way? I can't remember. I'm the, I'm the vice president for litigation, so I'm in charge of our lawyers. Ah, fabulous. You keeping them in line? Well, uh, yeah, they stay in line pretty well. Mm. I'll bet y'all are pretty enthused about your work there. I have so many questions for you, uh, Tim, um, that are just keep popping into my head. Including, I remember you tweeting once last year about what the best years of The Simpsons were. Mm. It was from first, when to when? First eight seasons. First eight seasons. And then why did you cut it off after eight seasons? Did something happen? Oh, it just went into gradual decline. Well, I don't, uh, so yeah. I'm not saying that the, that those other seasons are, are necessarily bad, but those are the cream of the crop. Okay. The first season's off-puttingly different, like a lot of yeah. shows are. Um, I, and I would argue that the pace of the early seasons, as delightful as they were, is notably slower than you know the last decade. Because our brains worked better. Right. Right. Oh, it's absolutely true. It's you know I've been, I was watching a documentary the other day and it just blew me away how short an attention span the directors nowadays give cre- give us credit for. They don't assume that we're able to sit still and think about something for more than sixty seconds at a time. So most of your documentaries nowadays seem to consist of recapping what they just told you before the commercial break and then telling you what's coming up after the next commercial break. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's troubling. In the music industry, they say you've got, what, four seconds to grab people before they'll jump out of the song, so you have to have something good in that first four seconds. And mm. I, re- I, re- 
refuse to believe that. I, I, my view is that they're giving us too little credit, that if Hollywood producers or music producers would give us the opportunity, I think they would be surprised by the fact that people are willing to sit still and listen for more than 60 well, seconds. See, blah, blah, blah. Too long. Didn't listen. See Game of Thrones. <laughs> complex, long, all that sort of yeah, stuff. And people right, love it. Right. Anyway, the question I actually wanted to ask you is because you texted me a while back recommending a book, Heaven on Earth, about uh, socialism. And I think... This presidential election, while they are way too long in in the modern world and way too much about the personalities for like two years before we even get to voting and all that sort of stuff, having a national debate that I think we're going to have about socialism, what it is, what it isn't, how much of it do we want, all that sort of stuff I'm really excited about. Um, You won't be so excited when you lose the argument, but go on. I do think we're going to lose the argument. Uh I'm I'm on the non-socialism side. Why did you recommend the book on heaven on earth, which is about the history of socialism? That's right. It's by a guy named Joshua Moravchik, who himself grew up in a family of committed communists and then became familiar with the history of socialism. And it's a very objective and thorough history, really well written, describing how socialism originated in different countries and the results of it. And and really that it's a secular version of a religion. It's the idea that we can create heaven on earth uh, with with our our if only we believe strongly enough, rather than following the laws of economics that are natural laws, just like the laws of physics and medicine. No, no, socialism tells us that we can rearrange those laws to suit what we desire, which is a hopeless and potentially disastrous task. Well, you but can actually you. Re- redesign the desires and goals of humanity and have them Reshape follow human right. being. That's right. Alter human nature. That's right. Yeah, and I'll tell you, it's uh, I'm I'm into it, and it's really good. Heaven on earth and it's not super thorny, or at least I haven't found it to be so far. I think that's the conversation we should have anyway over the next two years, especially if Bernie's the candidate, which he very well may be. Anyway. Well, like I just said, unfortunately, it will probably take place in the form of 15-second blipverts instead of an actual sustained argument between people who know what the hell they're talking about. Well, good point. Well, if you had a simple message to, for instance, a a, a young uh, adult, who has uh, fallen for the siren song of socialism, thinks it's all about justice and equality. What, what is your brief retort? It is this. Government gets paid even when it's wrong. It's the most important thing you can know about government. Government still gets its paycheck even if it makes the wrong decision. If I go to Taco Bell and I order a burrito and they give me the wrong burrito or they give me something that I didn't order, I don't go to that Taco Bell anymore. I go to some other restaurant instead. And those people don't get paid because they did a bad job. But if government does a bad job, it still gets its money anyway. In fact, it probably gets more money because they can go and complain and say that the reason why they did the wrong thing was because their budgets weren't big enough. So if government gets paid even when it makes the wrong choice, why in the world would you trust it to make any choices at all? If you think that people are, are too stupid or lazy or whatever to run their own lives, you certainly cannot trust them with the authority to run other people's lives. But socialism ignores all of that and says that if only we believe strongly enough, if only we have enough faith, and if only we're willing to sacrifice enough of ourselves on behalf of some abstract general good, give up the greatness that belongs to each individual human being for the sake of the state, that somehow we can you know, transcend material needs and become some sort of hu- superhuman beings where there will be no poverty and no sadness and no risk, et cetera, et cetera. So that would be my lesson. In short, heaven on earth. 
Indeed. Tim Sandifer is the vice president for litigation, Goldwater Institute, besides litigating important cases for economic liberty, private property rights, and free speech. He's also the author of several terrific books, including the recent Frederick Douglass, Self-Made Man, and a, a fave of mine, Cornerstone of Liberty, Property Rights in 21st Century America, co-authored with his lovely bride, Christina, which points out that, indeed, property rights are at the cornerstone of all liberty, uh, in spite of the messages you hear otherwise. Anyway. Uh, so, Tim, y'all have been fighting uh, against ridiculous regulations, uh, particularly in Arizona recently. Tell us all about it. Yeah, we, actually, we've had two really, really wonderful victories uh, recently. One big one and one little but fun one. So the little but fun one is this. Um, in Arizona, as in many states, you have to have a license to be a makeup artist or a barber or cosmetologist. And, of course, to get that license can take thousands of hours in training and cost tens of thousands of dollars. In fact, it takes longer to become a licensed cosmetologist in Arizona than to become an, an airline, a professional airline pilot. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> That's well, hilarious. You know, I, I remember uh, my uh, my cousin was interested in being a cosmetologist, and for the first several months she was working, she would just jab women right in the eye with the mascara <laughs> exactly. thing because she didn't understand you're not supposed to jab people in the eye till she was taught that. See, and the, the absurdity of it all is that we all know that these licensing laws actually don't exist to protect the public in most cases. Most of the time, what they really are are prohibitions on free economic competition that are in place to protect those who already have licenses against having to compete from others. And so it's just like if Walmart were to try to outlaw Target, you know, it could make a lot of money by doing that. And so a lot of the time, businesses go to the government and ask to them to create these licensing laws so that they don't have to compete against people so that they can then raise their prices. Well, it's become very fashionable in certain circumstances to have what they call blow dry bars, which is these are not barber shops. You don't get your hair cut there, but you get what's called a blowout. This is something. This was all new to me, being a man. This isn't something I have to deal with. This is something women. This isn't a Robert Kraft thing, is it? That uh, <laughs> owner who went to get the rub and tug in Florida. Totally, totally different. It's a different thing. Okay. Gotcha. And, and who who knows why these fads come and go? But the new thing is to have these the do your hair with just a blow dry. Well, in Arizona, that was illegal without a cosmetology license. Oh, my God. <laughs> these people aren't cutting hair or, or, or shampooing hair or anything like that. They're just using a blow dryer, and it's illegal to use a blow dryer without government permission in the state of Arizona. That's so, listen, amazing. there are important constitutional uh, issues at stake here. But So they, they just, like, wet your hair, then dry it? <laughs> they just, oh, I, they don't even necessarily wet your hair. What? They just... They just blow it and then comb it, and it makes it look in a, a different way. I don't know. This is magic in my mind. They're breeding illegal pandas in the back or something. This is a front. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so fortunately, the governor has just signed a bill that says, no, you don't have to get government permission to use a blow dryer on somebody's hair. People already use blow dryers in their own homes. It's already you're allowed to use blow dryers or, or uh, hair irons in a demonstration in a store in a shopping mall in Arizona. So why can't we just allow people to do blow drying if that's something that people want to do? And here, you here. would not believe how controversial this was. This is one of the most controversial pieces of legislation to pass in Arizona in recent years. Well, I understand it didn't get a single Democratic vote vote in, in, in the House 
or, or, exactly right. The, the powerful cronies, and you wouldn't think that the cosmetology industry would be like this, but in fact, they are very powerful, politically influential cronies in the state of Arizona. They lobbied hard to prohibit this because they don't want to face fair economic competition. And I'm glad to say the good guys won and the governor has signed that bill. So Sean had the question, what's to stop them from blow drying directly into their uh, someone's eyes? And I know. To, it's dogs to, and cats living together, mass hysteria. I kid you not, there was testimony in the state legislature that people would die if this bill passed. Okay, so I, I, I the funny question, but the legitimate for, for people saying, well, maybe maybe there should be a reason that a makeup artist gets a license. It, is there a decent argument for that? No. Uh, I don't see one either, but the, uh, and, and we already let people you put makeup on themselves or their children or their loved ones at home. So if it's safe enough to do there, it also should be safe enough to do professionally. If it's so dangerous, then you need to outlaw it in the home also. Well, and I know, and Milton Friedman was always making the argument. Uh, he's one of my favorite writers of libertarian freedom and stuff. Is that even if you're going to have these sorts of things, you don't want them to be a government uh, organization. Exactly. Because, again, government gets paid even when it's wrong. Now, the second, there was a second piece of right. legislation that got passed I also want to talk about. This is, this is a bigger deal, and that is our universal recognition bill. And that is a, a piece of legislation that says that if you got a professional license in some other state and you move to Arizona, you don't have to get that license in Arizona. We will recognize your out-of-state license period. And that is a huge benefit to the Arizona economy and to the freedom of people who want to move to this state. Arizona has been bringing in a lot of population lately, people fleeing the People's Republic of California, among other things. And they're, they're coming here, bringing their skills and their knowledge, and they shouldn't be locked out of jobs absent some government bureaucrat's permission. What's the argument behind that one? Well, once again, you know, we, oh my gosh, it's public safety, public safety, except it's not really public safety. What it really is, is existing industries not wanting to face right. fair competition. Right. I love this list. Contractors, contractors, home inspectors, massage therapists, exterminators, morticians, child care workers, and many others. If you got a bad mortician, is he going to kill somebody? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that the fear? And the governor, the governor signed this bill into law uh, as, a, as sort of a publicity stunt on the hood of a U-Haul tractor to show people that, you know, Arizona is open for business. All of you suckers still sitting there in California waiting for the tax man to show up. You know, you're all welcome out here. It's real nice during the wintertime. So I've always wondered, so if say, say I'm doing something where there is some possible danger. Um, I don't know, you're using chemicals or something like that for... Uh fixing people's hair or something like that. If I if I if I do something wrong and hurt them, I'm aren't I just subject to the same laws that would would exist with anybody? That's for right. hurting and them already. So I mean there's already right. there's already a deterrent. Not only is it going to kill my business that I've put, you know, money and effort into, I'm I'm liable already. And, you know, there's plenty of ways for people to find that out, too. You know, back in the day, before Yelp and Amazon and Craigslist and Angie's List and all these sorts of things, people couldn't necessarily get information about uh, a barber before they went down to his barber shop. But nowadays, you can check. You can find out this information. Is this guy a good barber or not before you go down there? So there's even less need for licensing than there was in the past. Now, you're right. If it's a threat, if the person is using dangerous chemicals, then that person should have to be competent before engaging in that trade and we don't disagree with that but 
when a person is just using a blow dryer that you're already allowed to use at home. Or another example that came up in recent years is um, teeth whiteners. There's people who, for for money, will whiten your teeth by applying a, a te- a, one of those plastic strips to your teeth, and then they pull it off and your teeth look whiter. And the government in several states tried to shut that down, saying people were engaged in dentistry without a license. You need a <laughs> dentist license to do that. But you can go and buy these things sure. over the counter at the store. Right. You're a bit right. of a moron paying someone to do it, but uh, you know it's your choice. Right. Well, well, it shows that licensing laws are used not to protect consumers, but to protect established businesses against fair competition. Tim, we've got about 90 seconds left, but I, I remember one of our favorite cases was the, was the one involving uh, moving companies. Was it in Washington State or Oregon? It was in several states, but that, the one you're thinking of was in Kentucky. But in a oh. lot of states, you have to get permission from all the existing moving companies before you're allowed to run a moving company. Which is hilarious. We did this case in in uh, Kentucky a few years ago and got that struck down as unconstitutional. Very proud. God, of how did it I'm even exist? Always, always getting Kentucky and Oregon mixed up, which totally ruined my Kentucky Derby vacation. <laughs> you a very bad mover. Honestly, I was, I was there in Medford just waiting for <laughs> no days. horse racing at all. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Good stuff. Tim, the lawyer. Tim Sandifer is the vice president for litigation, the Goldwater Institute. Uh, Frederick Douglass, self-made man. The most recent book. It's terrific for adults and. Uh, and really, teens, uh, or, or particularly bright nine-year-olds. It's just a fabulous read. Tim, it's always great, always stimulating. It's been too long. Let's talk again soon. Absolutely, guys. Thanks. All right. Our pleasure. And even if you decide uh, there should be some sort of regulating body, it doesn't need to be a government institution. It can be a private institution that everybody you know, joins or pays into or whatever. And furthermore, if Kentucky said you're a perfectly good exterminator, yeah. you don't need a new license just because you cross the state line. Right. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 